right, bro. So I got a story for you. Talk to me. So, um, his girl, right? His girl that we we both know her from like elementary school, right? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna name no names or anything. No, I got you. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you, bro. Yeah. So like, um, it just this situation just like kind of impacted me because like because of what we're gonna be talking about in the podcast. Yeah. And like, so basically, she posted on her Instagram like like these old yearbook pictures, right? Ooh. Yeah, these all yearbook pictures. So like, we were in the same fifth grade class, bro. <laughs> and like, <Yeah. laughs> I looked like a whole baby, bro. Uh, I had the baby face and all, yeah. bro. Like, it wasn't pretty. I had the buck teeth. Like, nah, bro, I can't do that. Can't be doing that. But you know, but she she was like she had a big crush on me. Like, she had a big crush on me back in the day. Yeah. So like, people would like make fun of her, bro, and like, cause like, she, she was like, all she wanted is you know be accepted. We all want to be accepted, of course, you man. know, and have friends. Yeah. But like, people would make fun of her, call her names, and like, they wanted to, they start rumors about her. Mm-hmm. But you know. Your boy over here. Your boy Sam. Your, your boy, boy Super Sam. Sam. Yeah. <laughs> I had, I just, you know, I'm not that type of person to, you know, bash anybody or yeah. take, ter- tear you know, people down you know, or anything. You ain't a bully, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a bully. But, like, I was the only real friend she had, you know, back in the day. And, yeah. like, it kind of impacted me because, like, she, that was, like, how many years ago? That was, like, maybe, like. Was it, you say second grade? I was, like. I don't know how long that was. 12 years ago? Yeah, like 12 years, something like that. I don't know. It was a long time. But, like, she still remembers me, bro. Like, she still remembered that I was still her, you know, person that was holding her down, you know, that had her back, you know. And that's that's something impact me, you know, because, like, certain people out here you know we don't even remember them and we went to school with them but like yeah it's just that one thing that you do nice for somebody they remember yeah but that kind of impacted me bro but yeah i feel that man yeah man so yeah it's your boy sam and your boy reggie on the podcast we up in here man <laughs> we up there again with probably our most important topic to date yeah, it's amazing how we didn't start with this joke. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, shoot, I'm, I'm excited for this one. Bro. Yeah. What we got on the plate today? We're going to talk about our purpose, bro. Oh, my gosh. Purpose. This joke gets you fired up every time. Man. This is going to be uh, some heat for you, Reg. This is going to be some heat. By the time we finish this, we're going to be having some smoking feet. Dog, I might cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, th- I think it's very important um, for us to start out this conversation with do you believe you found your purpose one true uh if you want to share what it is go ahead mm-hmm. and then three what did you do to find it or when did you find it and what made you know that you have found your purpose well for me i'm still on that journey <laughs> i feel you yeah we still i mean you should be yeah it's a it's a journey it's a process you know but for me, I have I have like a plan that I want to go on. Like 
for me, I want to start my own business, you know. Um, I want to go to the police academy, you know, get my big boy job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get my big boy job. So, like, it's, I, it can be frustrating at sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. It can be frustrating because, like, you want to do so many things, but, like, you just can't do it right now because, like, it takes a process to get to where you want to get to. Yeah. But we all have a purpose, you know, like, if you haven't found your purpose or what you want to do, just don't sweat it, bro. Don't sweat it. Don't don't sweat it. Yeah. It'll all come to you in, like, the right time. Like, if you chase it, then it's just you're going to be frustrated because you're going to be chasing after something that's not ready to be manifest yet, you know? And if you just keep doing you and keep doing what you can do, to get to that point and just respect the process, then, like, your purpose will find you, will chase after you. Things will start to come and come and come to you instead of you chasing it. Yeah. So, like, what I do is I just go with the flow, to be honest. You know, I just, you know, I'm not saying, like, just go and I'll do anything random or Mm. anything, but, like, you know, go with the flow. What you want to do, learn about what you want to do. Um, get better at something, you know. But I really, I honestly don't, I don't, I don't know because I'm still in that process. So. Um, for me, I believe that in order to have a happy life, all of us, like, I think happiness in every human being is based and it has a strong foundation in service to others. Um, I really think that if you live life just for you, just for yourself, mm-hmm. I think you're going to end up being alone and miserable. <laughs> you know, and I mean, a big thing to me in purpose is finding a purpose that's not just for now. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of like I've been watching Last Chance U a lot, mm-hmm. and a lot of those football players is like, all I got is football. Football is all I know. Football is all I can do. It's like, okay, I understand that. Football yeah. is your way to make it out, and you're planning to figure it out from there. But what happens when you, you know, this is something, listen, man, when I was 16, you couldn't tell me I wasn't going to the NFL. I feel you. I was the same way. Exactly. I was the same And way. so when you, when you see that as your only way out, I get it. But mm-hmm. the thing is, like, you're in a position, they're – they're in the position to get at least an associate's degree, right, from a college. And then you can go back and you can start, you know, with a higher than entry level job, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're good to go just in case you get that injury. Absolutely. You know, so football, even if you make it to the NFL, the average NFL career is what, like six months? I think so, something like that. Like, it's like that's for like a rookie. Right. So like that... You know that's a that's a for now plan. Mm-hmm. Even you know, uh, like let's just say Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis, one of the greatest football players of all time, played like 17, 18 years in the league. Yeah, right. He played my entire life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, he did that. But once football was over, what did he? He had a plan. He he had a plan through God. True. You know he's doing. He does like sports casting. He had, I don't even know what else he has going on. He has businesses, sponsorships, dealers like deals like. He's got a lot of stuff yeah, going on, you know. For sure. So like he had a he had a 
a plan for after football. Granted, that probably came into fruition fruition after football. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think his whole main purpose, anyways, was you know, I have to do right by my mother because he had seen so many things happen to his mom and stuff like that. So, yeah. my personal purpose is service to others because you know I think that as as selfish as I've been in the past 19 years yeah. I think it you know I found out that service to myself whether it just be money whether it be sports whether it be whatever the heck is I have going on in my life yeah. nothing is ever as great as just making somebody else smile I feel on a day to day basis I feel you on that but like just to piggyback on what you just said I, I like what you said about like how he had a plan like through God mm-hmm. and like that's that's something that's something deep for me like that's personal for me because the relationship that um, I have with the Lord and stuff like that mm-hmm. is like I'll pray about like what I want to do like what is my purpose and stuff like that you know yeah and like I just pray honestly I just pray about everything that I want to do in life you know my future and what I he wants me to do in the present time and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like it really works like prayer works but like it might take some time you know but like it's all in the process like the process it's where it's at like sometimes I hate the process because mm-hmm. <laughs> it hurts bro it hurts it hurts deeply bro like on some on some real stuff it hurts deeply but if you stay like in prayer and just you know stay positive and just keep pushing through it like everything that you go through is basically preparing you for that thing that you want to do in mm-hmm. life and like that's something important important to do <laughs> that's why I mean my biggest thing just for me personally is I want to help others through you know exercise and like like educational nutrition and stuff like that because I mean I'm so passionate about it but like you said like those are you learn those lessons through exercise like yeah. both of us through football we learned you know so much how how far hard work can get you and how much like even though it hurts you got to keep going you know True. so many perseverance so many you know just soft skills that you need to have to in order to be successful in life mm-hmm. that's what exercise over a long period of time has taught me and you know like I don't have the body that I want right now I don't have you know the muscles the strength anything that I want right now but I understand that it's a process and that my blessings are on the way but show, bro. You know what I'm saying? For so sure. it, it's hard, like, especially with the nutrition side of it. Because, I mean, shoot, I used to be eating, bro, 5,000, 6,000 calories a day. Oh, and real? I would work out for two, three hours, be all right. You know I, what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, it, it won't nothing. Yeah. But now that I cut back, you know, I'm eating like 1,700 calories a day. Bro, we did the workout last night. I thought I was gonna, <laughs> the other night, I thought I was going to die. That was the arm workout. That's the easy job. <laughs> like, the leg joint had me dying. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just you learn so many new things about yourself yeah. through exercise and dieting and you know stuff like that you learn that you can make it you know imagine you know you're putting yourself through two hour workouts mm-hmm. and you don't want to go no more you make it through you're like man I 
did. He did. So now when you get to a point in your life, like let's say you go through a really bad breakup. Yeah. Let's say you go through something, you feel alone, you feel like you can't go no more. Yeah. You just like, hold up. I've been training for this my whole life, yeah, mentally. You know what I'm sure. saying? Like, it's not just about. I think that's what another thing that people don't understand about health and exercise science. I'm getting on a tangent right now. <laughs> it's all good. A lot. A lot of things people don't understand is that you're preparing yourself not just physically but mentally. Yeah. You know, you pre- you're preparing yourself physically for whatever. Like, you want to look good in the mirror. You want to be good <laughs> at your sport. You want to be whatever. That's what I work out for. I work out for my sport. Yeah. If it weren't that, I wouldn't be working out as hard as I do. I but, but still. And you know, mentally, you're preparing yourself for life. You know, and that's the most important thing. If I can prepare someone for life, or help them pick up on lessons that they'll, you know, twenty years down the road, they'll be like, "Dang, Randy was right about that." Yeah. You know, I know I sound like a dad right now. But like, <laughs> it's all good. But like that, that you know, I want to be able to help somebody somewhere at some yeah. point in their life, whether it's today, tomorrow, or ten years in the future. I feel you on that, bro. It's like for me, bro. I I love helping people, man. Mm-hmm. I love helping people and like giving them wisdom and knowledge so like the stuff that I go through they won't have to go through the same stuff that I went through you know so they I just want to give them like the key and like to it all you know so when that come up they already know what to do you know but still at the same time life is life and you're going to have to go through some things you know to get to where you gotta get to mm-hmm. because those things are gonna like build your character like character is like a number one thing for me if you ain't have character then like bro I don't know what you doing in life if you mm-hmm. don't have no character cause like character will get you a long ways bro and like I learned that from I learned that from like my youth pastor mm-hmm. my youth pastor cause like that's one thing that he talks about it's like character you know and character is what what you go through it builds your character say like for example you know somebody you know close to you let's say somebody close to you right Mm -hmm. and like you thought them they were going to be with you to the day you died right but say something situation went on or anything something yada 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 and that person that you thought that was going to hold you down backstabs you. Yeah. What you going to do? I ain't going to quit. See? Like, some people some people just, you know, want to go off. You know, they yeah. just want to, like, just throw it all away, you know? Yeah. And just, I don't know, like, just go crazy. But, like, that's something that you can't do. You can't let other situation determine where you're going to go in life, yeah. you know? And, like, that's something that you need to learn. Like, we all need to learn is character, like, building our character. I think a part of that is, you know, learning your purpose mm-hmm. and, and pursuing it, you know. And there's there's really no pressure to know it now yeah, for sure, or within bro. the next year or the next nah. two years, especially if you're like us and you're, like, 19 years old. Dog, you got time. Yeah. But at the same time, but don't take too much time. <laughs> one, yeah. <laughs> don't like want. Of course, don't rush yourself into it. But yeah. don't throw your life away either. Yeah, for sure. Let it like like the way Sam said it earlier. Like he said, he's he's a really go with the flow person. Yeah. You know, there's a reason it's okay to go with the flow, and it's okay to go with the flow because your purpose finds you he said that earlier too you don't find your purpose, yeah, the purpose it, it comes you. to you 
And I mean, it's gonna sound wild, but like there's some people who ended up in prison and that was when their life truly began. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like your life your life right now as a young teenage person, it might just feel like you're driving this ship in outer space. Absolutely. And you can't see nothing. Mm-hmm. But a star in front of you and wherever you just came from. True. Now, in life, you can either go forward and chase that star and figure out what the great unknown has for you. Or you can keep going back to where you already were and what you already know. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, whatever you do, whether you choose to stay inside that comfort zone or whether you decide to chase your star, that's on you. But I guarantee your purpose will find you and it will call you. And when the opportunity comes for your greatness to be withheld, will you take it? That's the biggest question to me. I feel you. I feel you on that. Hey, what you just said reminded me of like like a scripture in the Bible. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this story, right? It, it goes because when you said ship, mm-hmm. it like it clicked. It, it clicked. <laughs> so like, I'm going to tell you about apostle paul right Mm -hmm. so god used apostle paul he was an apostle so god used him and like he was minute like he ministered to like people around his you know community and stuff like that and like god was just using them and using them you know he did amazing things like god used them to do miracles and stuff like that and like he the the people, the like the guards and stuff, like the king, I think it was kings. I don't know, I can't read I gotta go back and read it, but like they didn't like what he was doing in the community. So basically he got arrested and like he had to go through long story short, he had to go through all these trials, like judge before all these judges and stuff. But this one particular he was about to go to Rome and get judged by Caesar. Mm. So he had to get on the ship, and, like, all these guards and people, you know, was on the ship with him. So, they were going across the water, right? They were going to go to Rome or whatever. And this big storm comes. Mm. Like, this this plays perfectly. Like, this big storm comes. And, like, all the guards are just panicking and stuff like that. And, like, possibly. Paul was like, hey, <laughs> hey, bro, I'm just chilling, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just chilling, you feel me? And, like, everybody's just going crazy, you know? And, like, once the storm calmed down, right, they were just floating in the water, right? They were just floating in the water, and, like, it was dark. Yeah. They haven't seen sunlight in, like, I don't know how many days. And, like, the Apostle Paul, right, he was just chilling. Just kick it back, but like it got so they were out there, out in the water, at no middle of nowhere, bro. Mm-hmm. And like they thought they wasn't gonna make it, like they weren't gonna see, they were just gonna die. <laughs> so they just started throwing their cargo overboard, you know. Mm-hmm. Like the the ship got <clears throat> damaged, got damaged a mm-hmm. little bit. So like they had to take some weight off of the ship, so they started throwing the cargo off, yeah. and stuff like that. So, one of the people, one of, like, two of the guards, right, they went and act like they were going to go throw something off of the boat, if I had this right. I think I had this right. (laughs) (laughs) But they went to go, my point is, they went to go act like 
they went to go lower the lifeboat instead. Mm. So they basically they were going to go on the lifeboat and go their own way. Yeah. And save their own self and leave everybody stranded mm. on that boat. So then Apostle Paul comes and be like, no, you can't do that. You yeah. can't get on that lifeboat. Because if you get on that lifeboat, then you won't be saved. And so what the guards did was they cut the lifeboat off the ship. Mm-hmm. And just watch it drift away. Yeah, we just let it drift away. <laughs> it's like if that was me, it was like, oh Lord, nah, yeah, I'm gonna get on that boat, man. Right? <laughs> I, <was gonna> <laughs> I don't think I can do that. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I'd have chased that boat. <laughs> bro, I don't know that water so fast. I know, like, like you see, <laughs> but like, I ain't cutting nothing. But my point, my point is like, they, the Apostle Paul, right? He said, hey, y'all been, y'all been going crazy too much you know y'all need to sit down and rest mm-hmm. so he just broke off a piece of bread and like y'all need he said y'all need to eat and stuff like that so they just ate and he was like the lord said that everything that he told me is going to happen the way exactly the way it is mm-hmm. and then like as the story goes on they hit an island they see an island and like there's people on that island but what I'm trying to say is, like, yeah, our purpose, we might be in a storm right now. We might be in a storm. We don't know where we're going. We might be going crazy. But don't get on that lifeboat, bro. Don't get on that lifeboat and try to save your own life. Because if you do that, then you're going to be drifting away from what you really are supposed to be doing. Your purpose. You're going to drift away from your purpose. So that's just something that clicked in my head, bro. Yeah. That's some good stuff right there. That was tough. That was a nice was, little story. But I, I need to start reading the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I really need to start reading it. Yeah, man. It's, it's some good stuff in there, man. It's like the Bible is just the answer to everything, bro. It's got a lot of answers. Yeah, it's a lot of answers in there, bro. I'm just saying. But, like, I mean, y'all might not be, like, a super, you know, might not. Some of y'all out there probably don't know, like, about the Lord and stuff like that, but like you can get to know. I mean, the thing to me is, um, to me, like I'm not, I'm still not a religious person. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a lot of religious sayings and like yeah. a lot of stuff, but to me, reading religious books isn't necessarily about converting to a certain religion. Yeah, it's about understanding life. Mm-hmm. Whether you believe it or not, these books were written by extremely wise people. Yeah, for sure. And it's not even like it's not even about religion. Religion is basically right, like chains on you, bro. That's what religion is. Hey, if you want to be religious, then you be religious. Yeah, but I'm not religious. You. Yeah, that's on you. But like the thing is, like you know, if you need help, yeah, and you're going to Call shoot. I know I did. <laughs> I know I still do. Bro, I had I had a relapse last night. (laughs) Shoot, man, I've been on this I've been I've been on this diet. I've been trying to like cut weight and you know cut down, lose some fat stuff. And you know I have like a strict carb limit. Like I only eat like 180 grams of carbs, 170 something grams of carbs per day. Yeah. And man, yesterday like I don't know what it was, but like I I kind of ate like most of them. Before my workout, which I normally don't do, mm-hmm. I had eaten like 160 something carbs before my workout. 
And then I went to the track, did my track workout, and dog, I got home, and like my mom had ordered Chinese food. I was like, nah, nah, that's a bunch of rice, that's a bunch of carbs, I can't eat that. Yeah. And then, <laughs> for something just clicked. Like, I was having a bad day yesterday, but like, mm-hmm. something just clicked, and I just like, bro, I jumped on a lifeboat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yo, bro, I was eating goldfish, crackers, <laughs> granola bars, protein bars, bro. I just let loose. I was just like, <laughs> you know, you know how like, when you do something that you're ashamed of, you just sit there and you're like, yeah. what have I done? Like, <laughs> what have I done? Bro, I... They're exactly what religion does to you. <laughs> and my thing is, like, I just I just sat there and I was just like, man, I got to get back on my purpose. Yeah. You know, like, I, I got this new job where I'm in the health community finally. I've been fighting for this type of opportunity. Yeah. Granted, I'm a janitor, but still. <laughs> hey, but you got to start somewhere, You got to start somewhere. You start from the bottom, bottom, yeah. bro. Started from the bottom. Now we did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I just... I just need to do more or if I, you know, just literally needed a break. Sometimes you do need a break. Yeah. Sometimes. You you always, know, even Jesus took a break, man. And I think that's what, I think I, I've been like way too serious on my stuff yeah. lately, you know, like, you I think that's, back sometimes, I think that's the problem. Like yeah, people think that, loose. people think that just because you find a purpose in life or just because you're chasing something down you're yeah. a super serious person, yeah. you're, you nah, know, bro. You, you lose your life, you that's can't be a kid lose. anymore, like, nah. That's how you take an L, bro. It's about it's not about chasing it and being professional and all that stuff all yeah, the time. No. Nah. It's about chasing your life. This is your life. You Maybe can live it however you want to. Fullest. The only problem is when you start living it leading to ways that you don't want to be living. Yeah. And you know There's a lot of I say nine I say ten times out of ten, you know when you're living the wrong type of life. Yeah. You know, you always know. You know, granted, things come up, things happen, yeah, and things will happen to you. But it, it's all about how you persevere and how you get over those obstacles. I feel you on that. It's there was I was watching a video, right? Um, if any of y'all know, like Stephen Furter, he's like a preacher for Elevation Worship or whatever. But I was watching like oh, one of his small clips, right? And he was literally talking about like if you. Like, if you, like, chasing, like, if you're chasing after, like, to be successful and you sacrifice different things, like, for example, he said, like, if you sacrifice spending time with your kids to be successful, yeah, you're going to get what you you sacrifice for, but still, you're, you sacrifice time that you don't have, you didn't have spend with your kids. You know, you didn't get to see them grow up because you were just all full force into what you were trying to be successful with. Hey, you got it. You Yeah, you got it. But there's a lot of successful people out here that might have the success, but they're still not happy. You feel me? Like, that's something that you don't want to do. You don't want to get like so zoned in. I mean, stay focused, obviously, but don't get so phone zoned in that your success starts controlling you and you can't control your success. I really don't understand where the... I don't understand what success means anymore. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people... A lot of people think that just being successful means um, having a lot of money. It's like, okay... I understand that because you know I grew up in a family. We didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of money. We had we were 
I was comfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't know about my parents, but I was comfortable. Like we had vacations every summer, basically, you know, until I stopped deciding to go on them. So, I mean, <laughs> um, I mean, and, and as a as a teenager, you know, I thought the only way to live was to be rich. Yeah, I was Me like, too. man, how am I gonna how am I gonna live my life? And I'm stressed out by all these bills, and you know, I yeah. started thinking about college and all this stuff, man. I gotta pay for, like. Exactly. Uh-huh. I'm going to NFL. I'm gonna make a million. That's it. That's the that only, was my goal. That's the Until only I retired answer early. to life. Oh, I retired early, early. <laughs> I retired like a year before you. Oh, but yeah, like I thought that was the only only way to live life. And then you know, as I quit football, I was like, oh, well, I have to find another way to make money, and I gotta be rich. It's like, no, it's not about being rich. Yeah, it's not about being rich. You know, I. Man, it's nice to be rich. You know how many goddamn rich kids there are out there that are oppressed because they they can't like see their parents enough, yeah. or like they don't know they have never met like true love and stuff. There's yeah. a lot of rich kids out there that aren't depressed that yeah. are perfectly fine. Yeah, and you know that's up to the people that are making the money. I guess yeah. I mean you it's know it's all about your decisions that you make in life. It's about balance. Yeah, you know, and I think that's that's one thing with a lot of like you know the young athletes that we see today. Dude's getting maxed out contracts at the age. How old is uh Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons is like twenty years old, making one hundred seventy five million oh, in like four years. I'm I like, with him. Uh, bro. <laughs> bro, if you gave me one hundred seventy five million dollars a year ago, I don't know what I would do. It would be gone in <laughs> like a night, bro. I'd like, buy like oh a house, a car, and I'd be broke. <laughs> That's it. Like I don't even know what I would do with that. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, that would go crazy. That like. That, is that even success anymore? Because, I mean, once it's all squandered away, what are you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, you, if you're if you only a happy person with the money, I don't consider you successful. Yeah. Just, and that goes back into... Because you're relying on money. What, if, what are you going to do if that money's gone? Exactly. I mean, that, that kind of goes into, like, the insecurity stuff we were talking about last week. Like, you know, if you are what you are because of what you have as opposed to who you are because you have it... Character. What are you? You know what I'm I saying? Feel. Like, a lot of people are like, <laughs> a lot of people are like, you know, like, like if you see a good looking person, mm-hmm. good looking woman, right? Yeah. You talk to her and her, her personality trash, she good looking, right? Yeah. And you like, you know. Yeah. What would she be if she wasn't good looking? Trash. Exactly. <laughs> so you wouldn't be talking to her. No. <laughs> exactly. That, that, that's how I look at people. Like, if you are who you are because of the car that you have, or if you are who you are because of the money that you have, you trash. And you end up being a, a, a bad person, you know. Nobody want to, you ain't going to have no friends, you ain't going to have no, no family, you ain't going to have nothing, Listen, bro. I hope you die alone. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> no, we ain't going to do that. <laughs> I always have nobody, but still, like, <laughs> I mean, I don't really know. And that that's my whole thing is, like, I want to I wanna build who I am first and like have solid beliefs and understand that I can trust myself and rely on myself no matter if there's money or not I feel you because um, I understand there's, there's going to be hard times and that's another thing when I talk to females like it's like okay you know now I have a car but it's like okay but you, would you have been down with me when I didn't have a car yeah. would you have been okay to give me rides until I got on my feet yeah, you know what I'm saying. Would Absolutely. you, you know, are you gonna be okay those first few years out of college when you know I have no money because I'm mm-hmm. paying back my student loans? I feel you. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's things like that that I learned to value in other people, but I also learned to instill in myself. You know what I'm saying. I feel you on that, bro. 
I used to be one of those people where I would I wouldn't uh, accept certain things from other people, mm-hmm. but I'd be doing the same stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like I I hated that about myself too because I knew I did it, and I still do sometimes. Like when people are really stubborn, I hate it. But I'm yeah. the most stubborn person I know. Like, <laughs> I'm stubborn too, bro. Like I'm I'm stubborn. I'm still working on it. Hey, I'm not perfect. No, like nobody's perfect. But like you know, if you take me off, and like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just not gonna go into detail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna go into detail. Bro. Y'all ain't gonna, y'all ain't gonna know how how bad a person we are. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I stay calm. You know, I stay calm. I try to stay calm at the least. <laughs> but you know, I'm not perfect. You know, I'm still learning stuff. But yeah, um, that was that was good. You know, that was that was good stuff right there. Listen, man. I, I mean, I think the main thing is like don't. You don't gotta chase it. Nah, you ain't gotta chase it. It's gonna find you. But at the same time, you gotta keep in mind, like. Yes, stay focused. Especially. Well, where you wanna go? All my young black people that are watching this. Good. You have to be especially careful in this country with what you do. I understand you may not have a purpose yet. It's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But you have got to be careful with what you're doing at this day and age. Like, I know it's 2019, <laughs> but it's just not our time yet. You feel me? Like, we cannot be out here doing stupid stuff. Like, stay off the drugs. Try to stay away from the alcohol if possible. Try to stay away from the people who are trying to bring you down. You know who they are. They might be in your own gosh darn family. Stay away from them. <laughs> yeah. Because trust me, family. <laughs> trust me, once you get in the system, you do something stupid, you get in the system one time, bro, they got you. Yeah, bro. And as that could be like for anybody, though. That, like, I mean, it really that, can, that can, but be for anybody. I'm talking to my black people right yeah, now. Yeah, I feel you on that. <laughs> Listen, our time is on the way. Y'all have got to, we have, we as a people have got to stay focused and find our own purposes so that we can, you know, make this generation better for our kids. I mean, make this generation, make this world better for our kids. Yeah. Because, I mean, hey, that's what it's all about at the end of the we day. We're going to be the mentors for, you know, the gen- younger generation that's yeah. below us, you know, that's rising up. And, like, that's something that we need to get down packed now. Yeah. So when... Y'all have kids, and your kids have kids, and then your kids' kids have kids. <laughs> they know what to do. You feel me? They got the wisdom that we put in. We poured into them. You know, it's and that could be thing, for man. anybody. You know, all types of you know, you know, all types of people can use this. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, and like that's something we should all put in our minds. Have a mindset for. You feel me? Oh um, yeah. Let me ask you a quick question. I so we got like ten minutes left. So. Mm-hmm. What's one thing? It don't got to be nothing serious. But what's one thing you would change about America that nobody else would think of? Nobody else would think of one thing. Change about America. Um, I would say it can be anything. Like anything. anything. That's what I was saying. Like it don't got to be nothing serious. Okay. Um. Okay. Nah, I'm not gonna use that. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, can I see some pieces, some stuff. 
You said pizza. I mean, pizza is good, man. You like, would change pizza? <laughs> what you mean? I like, would change my pizza. <laughs> with, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just playing. Like, one thing that nobody else would think of. Shoot, bro. Yeah, could give, we, me a, give me an example. <laughs> could we, like, stop? Okay. Could, could I wish companies, right, would stop with this BS marketing stuff that they got. Mm-hmm. Where, like, they'll, they'll have, like, oh, it's healthier because it's in a green box. Oh, like, okay, I, okay, I, I wish they would stop doing stuff like that. <laughs> because, bro, I can't tell you how many times, like, even me as a little teenage kid who didn't know how to read nutrition labels, uh-huh. like, them, the, them little Nature Valley bars, bro, I would be snacking on them drugs. I'm like, I'm healthy, I'm healthy. Bro, nah, bro. bro I was getting fatter. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, because of our messed up education system, I thought that because I was eating carbs, I was okay. Because I'm jumping uh, at yeah, the bottom yeah, yeah, of the, yeah. like that's the base of your food, bro. Uh, no, carbs supposed to be like the the smallest portion of your plate, <laughs> bro. <laughs> like dang. But like yeah, stuff like that. Like that's what I would change. Like something nobody else would think of. Yeah. So like, um, shoot. That also, would I would make uh, spaghetti tacos a, a staple in this country. <laughs> Them Jones are so underrated, bro. I, I watched them on iCarly. Especially used to make the oh, yeah, spaghetti yeah, yeah, tacos, yeah. bro. I tried them one night. Fire. Yo, we should, fire. We bro. should do that, bro. bro we, we should, should have a live stream. We cook spaghetti yeah, tacos. We should do that. Jones, bro. Mukbang. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that, bro. bro. We can do that. Them Jones are so good, bro. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to a to a nice Italian restaurant. A nice Italian. Restaurant. I'm gonna sit down and be like, y'all got spaghetti tacos. <laughs> Like, what, what is spaghetti tacos? I'll be like, listen, you got a taco shell? <laughs> listen, you got bread? <laughs> Just put spaghetti. You got a, you got a tortilla? Tortilla. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, I honestly don't know. <laughs> what, if, what if... Ooh, nah. That was about to be stupid. <laughs> I was about to talk about tacos again. <laughs> um, What? Uh, I don't really know. I mean, okay. I really wish we had a, a higher server than minimum wage. Oh yeah, man. because I hate the idea of tipping. Um, I I genuinely hate it because of like how the reason it started in this country and the reason we have it now are two totally different things. Like the reason, the reason servers can get paid so little now is because it's assumed that they're gonna get more tips, so mm-hmm. that the restaurant doesn't have to pay them. Oh okay. Right. I never knew that. Yeah, like the servers that I work with, they work make like two thirteen an hour, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, granted, they would make six hundred, seven hundred dollars in a week, wow. but um, they get the paycheck back, and that jumps like fifteen dollars, <laughs> and I mean, most of it's taxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, you gotta make. I, I wish we could change that, because I mean, you think about it, like servers, even if you are making. I mean, not everyone works at IHOP, first of all. Not every server works at IHOP. And not every, you know, restaurant has hours available like mine did. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, when you work at a restaurant, you know, you might get, sometimes you might struggle to get shifts, you know. So, you're working for 2.13 an hour. You're struggling to get shifts. You're not guaranteed to get tips. Who knows how long that shift is? You know what I'm saying? Like, not everyone is at IHOP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everyone is at that corporation. Mm-hmm. I already said a name like three times. But, <laughs> you know, so I, I really wish, you know, like, and, and people are trying to sustain families off of this income. Yeah, for sure. That, that, that's impossible. Even on minimum wage, is impossible. So I can't imagine, bro, like the snap programs people got to be on, man. 
Man, it, it's just yo. Speaking of snap programs, my sister told me this. Oh my gosh, this joint <laughs> was so stupid. So you know how people complain about like how we give out too much government assistance and stuff like that in the government. Yeah. My sister, she told me she you know there was like a it was like a small period of time, like a month or two months or three months, right? Yeah. Where she asked for the kids to be put on reduced lunch due mm-hmm. to her like income and bills that she had going on and stuff mm-hmm. it was like two or three months and she wanted to be pl- placed on it and she ended up being on it for the rest of the school year yeah. which is like it, she probably started in like january or something mm-hmm. so like through june and then the, i think the next school year came around and she was like okay can we be taken off of it because like I'm, she was good to go yeah. and they were like but, but why and she was like because i don't need it anymore and they were like but but you're on it. <laughs> I'm like, bro, they were willing to give two all both of your kids. Mm-hmm. She only had two kids in the school at the time. Yeah. They were willing to give both of your kids free lunch just because they didn't want to take your name off the list. Wow, that's laziness. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, how many kids? Like yeah. I knew kids who were definitely more like well off yeah. than I was that were on free lunch. Wow. I come to think about it, I'm like, man, I feel like the money is getting misplaced in this country. <laughs> is this where my tax dollars are really going right now? Pretty much. <laughs> like, I- I'm all for, like, kids eating for free, but at the same time, yeah. like, I feel like the wrong kids might be eating for free. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wish everything was for free. To eat, That's what man. I'm saying, bro. Like, what, like, I mean, these kids are getting free lunch just because y'all too lazy to take them off. Meanwhile, my child yeah. got to eat a cheese sandwich because I forgot to put five dollars on his account. Like you, that's so dirty, bro. <laughs> Other kids get to eat pizza and cookies and ice creams and snacks and stuff. My kid eating a, a cheese sandwich with white milk. <laughs> like, he going to get chocolate. Like it's, it, you can't even you can't even make it a grilled cheese sandwich. It's just, it's just, <laughs> Y'all can't give him some fruit. Oh my God. Some <laughs> strawberries, nothing. Y'all got a garden out back. Give him a tomato or something. Like, let my kid eat. Let my baby eat, man. Shoot. Bro, that used to be so embarrassing. You go through the lunch line, bro. You grab you grab your little slice of pizza. You grab your like nice little chicken sandwich. That's your hot dog. You put all that back. You don't have enough money. <laughs> Give me a name. Give me a name. Piece of bread. Piece of bro. They, I didn't even get that. They gave me a slice of cheese on a dinner roll. Anyone <laughs> <laughs> even the Hawaiian roll jumps. It was like the it was like the jumps from the back of you crops. <laughs> hey, bro, you can't go wrong with the Hawaiian rolls, bro. The Hawaiian rolls, that's some bougie stuff bro, right there, man. That's, that's a whole culture, you know. Like I don't think there's a person alive who doesn't like Hawaiian rolls. Bro, I got a whole freaking eight pack of them Jones at my house right now. I'm gonna go <laughs> Finna hit this workout, finna get finna get this bread. Literally. Bread. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, yeah. we, we kinda went off on a tangent right there. But I should be thinking about that. Like what what could I change about America right now? You know, I mean my Michelle Obama stuff, like <laughs> like how can I ruin these kids' lunches? <laughs> like, like how can I make them eat healthier? Um I was in a school the other day. Was I in a school? Maybe it was the hospital. I was in the hospital. Hospital bro. Why the hospital got the most unhealthy snacks? Hey, bro. And drink. Like I get, I get the people are stressed and stuff, but think about it. Don't stress eat. Y'all are profiting off of death. That's twice. Not That's not. Twice. Because I mean, because I mean, you know, like they make money from the insurance companies, yeah. right? Because like when people pass away or get sick or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then kind of up, when people are stressed, what are they gonna eat? 
<laughs> they go eat them salty snacks. They go eat them Snickers. Eat them, them chocolate bars. The goddamn weather M&Ms. <laughs> the goddamn whatever the whatever whatever those cookies are. The old old whatever that old oh. dude, Uncle Ben. Not that's the rice. Not that. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Uh, he's eating and a then, whole big bag then, of rice. And then, <laughs> bro, that would be me. I would buy that. I put that up to the right. And then. And then they got these like sugary old soda drinks in there. Hey, I'm bro. like, bro, that's so messed up. <laughs> but I mean, it's whatever. Like, that's why people keep coming back to the hospital and <laughs> stuff like that. Not, not hey, to bro. say that I ain't never eat this stuff. That's, that's, that's literally like what me and my younger sister, like, we would go to the hospital to see like a relative or something. Yeah. That's the first day we That's the first thing first we First day we won't. Uh, that's why we, kids hyper is Yo, dad, can I get like $5, man? $5? For what? Facts. Do the soda machine, bro. <laughs> Y'all better drink spit. <laughs> Cause it'd be boring up in there. That's what my bro, dad would say. Do. Bro, I'd be like, Dad, can I give you a drink? He'd be like, You better drink your spit. <laughs> <laughs> that's free. <laughs> I'm like, Dang, Dad. That's just that's just not gonna quench my thirst okay. at the moment. <laughs> no, everywhere I go now, that's why I bring a water bottle with it, just in case. But hey, gotta be prepared somehow, man. Facts. And there we go. Preparedness is the key. Look, yes. we bringing it full circle. <laughs> Listen, man. Yo, yo, y'all gonna find y'all's purposes. Yeah, for know, sure, man. Just, just keep thinking on it. Keep praying on it. And if you don't pray, just, just keep waiting on it. You just, you just gotta be smart about things, man. Yeah, it's all about the decisions that you make today. Big at facts. this moment, it's going to determine your future. Big facts. And trust me. It's gonna find you, man. It's gonna find you. It's gonna find you. Anyways, this has yeah. been another episode of our podcast talking about purpose, purpose, and things that we would change in America for some reason. I just <laughs> yeah. It was just a random thought. It was just a random thought. Yeah, but that's what it is, man. Yeah, you just man. gotta go with the flow. All right, man. It's your boy Sam Morgan. It's your boy Reggie Pattis. and we out, bro. Stay blessed out there, y'all. Bye. <laughs>